the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station, your real 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Check out ShantiGreen.com for the link to Amazon's amazingly easy online shopping. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, welcome to the show, everyone. We're doing it live here on LA Talk Radio. Feel free to give us a call at any time during the program. 323-203-0815. I'm here live with my uh, left-hand man, Logan Lystico. Logan. What's up? <laughs> and I'm also here with a special guest sitting in on the program, Nick Rutherford. Nick, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, it's my pleasure. Always right. a good time. Sorry, that was uh, the wrong mic cue. Oh, hey, my pleasure. We uh, we were spending the whole entire sound check just looking at Logan, so uh, it was a little distracting. <laughs> yeah, Logan, Logan, what's, what's new? Did you get a haircut or something? I feel like uh, something's different about. Oh, it's shaved my beard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I noticed. Yeah, you yeah, did. I could tell. Yeah. That's that's one thing I'm noticing. I'm also noticing the fact that you have no eyebrows. How am I supposed to do a show with no, with you looking across from me with no eyebrows, Logan? It's a radio show. <laughs> I know, but I I still have to look at you and and be thrown off by that. I wrote down in my notes I I hadn't seen Logan. I guess Logan, you went as powder for uh, Halloween. That's right. Yeah, Halloween night I went as powder, uh, who is someone who's bald and has no eyebrows. So and, he, and he's white. He's totally white. Yeah. And so describe for the listeners at home. How did you decide on uh do you, what? Because I know you know John and Kate. Uh, those costumes are really popular. The Billy Mays. Powder seems a little off the radar. How did you decide to go with powder, and why? Well, believe it or not, I thought it would just be the simplest thing it could do for no money, and it would impress people. <laughs> it might <laughs> and be. I, had no idea I am that, impressed. I had no idea that my eyebrows, like I thought eyebrows were normal hair, and they're not. <laughs> they don't grow back. You thought eyebrows fast. were normal hair? Well, look, look at my head. It's back to normal already, pretty much. Yeah. Right. I totally shaved it, but my head. You still look like a happy salamander. Yeah. <laughs> Just a painted picture as long as for I'm the uh, audience. All right, so now, okay, you when do you decide to shave the eyebrows? I want I want to be taken through the whole evening. When do you okay, when do you well, actually this, shave the okay, eyebrows? Okay, well this is it. I, I've been thinking about this costume all month, but then I was like, I don't really want to shave my eyebrows. So Friday night. I went to a different party and I just put these goggles on and I dressed as like this mad scientist. All right, I can so see that. So that's what I was gonna be for the whole. So weekend. wouldn't that be the ch- the cheapest and easiest it way to impress it people? Because I already on bought the Saturday. costume. <laughs> but a night of uh, you know <laughs> intoxicants later, I uh, so I lost that out. costume. I don't know where the goggles went. So, oh, you uh, lost your goggles. So Halloween night, I still have to have a costume because that's actual Halloween. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, I first of all I found out I was gonna go on a date and then I found out that date on Sunday was canceled so I was like ah fuck it then I'll just shave my eyebrows tonight. <laughs> You're like I'll teach her I'll shave my eyebrows. <laughs> so that'll shaved, learn her not to date me. Eat a pint of ice cream and shave my eyebrows. <laughs> no wait all right. No hold I on. just figured she wouldn't see me you know. It all right matter well let's not get too sidetracked real, but real quick what happened why didn't you guys go on the date Sunday? Oh that was she just had she was just shooting something. Oh okay. 
Right. So, okay. So Is this the date that you met? In <laughs> anyway, is this the girl that you so, brought in the show this earlier? Is a, this is a side story. No, it's not. <laughs> She's shooting the topless scene for only $200. <laughs> yeah, someone heard the radio show. Um, <laughs> okay, so, so Saturday night I shaved my eyebrows. I'm thinking, oh, this is hardcore. Like, I'm living in L.A. I don't really have a 9-to-5 job, so I need to do whatever hardcore. I want. So... Sunday. <laughs> All right, no wait. Well, let's just do a real well, quick of the of the party. What happened to the party? How was the reaction to the eyebrows being shaved in the costume of powder? Uh, well, what you'd expect is pretty. Like everyone was like, "Whoa, <laughs> wow, man, that's hardcore." You're that's nobody great. said that's hard, good... that's hardcore. <laughs> what is your oh. definition of hardcore? My reaction when I saw him at the party was, "Oh man, that's awesome." Man, those are gonna take a long time to go back. <laughs> did did multiple? I felt like people must have said something like, "Wow, you really committed that." Do you know exactly. how long they're gonna grow in? They said it was hardcore, Nick. <laughs> anyway, hardcore is like having a knife on you. All right, so was it was, was it this, worth it, there Logan? There was this metal guy. He was wearing a Slayer T-shirt. Was, like, was it worth cool. it? Were you like, "Oh man, this was this is okay"? A great well, experience. let me tell this story because okay. there, there's actually it's only half over. So. <laughs> So I shaved my eyebrows for Saturday, and that went over well. Like, it was a good costume. I mean, I eventually, like, fell asleep at the fire for, like, two hours at the party. <laughs> so I guess I didn't Burned really out the rest of his hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sunday, the next day, my dad calls <laughs> and asks me if he says he's throwing a surprise birthday party for my mom the next weekend and asks if I want to be flown out there <laughs> <laughs> to surprise my mom. And I say, yes. Uh, She's gonna so be surp- it's going to be very surprising it's be party really for surprising. Her. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So now you gave your dad a warning, right? You're like, Dad. Yeah, today I was going <laughs> to tell. These poor people, these poor parents from Texas, they probably think Logan's in some like crazy cult I in know. Los Angeles. That's They're what like, I was thinking. They made him shave his head and his eyebrows. Cindy, I don't know what's going on out there. Our poor little Logan. Cindy. Surprise, Mom, I have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> You're already into the chemo. Yeah. Well, that... uh. Well, you got to keep us posted on that, Logan. Let us know how your mom reacts to it. My dad actually suggested that, you know, my parents, like my parents are friends with this other couple, Uh and he suggested that uh, the wife, like, because it's a surprise party, my mom can't see me, but this lady, he was like, well, maybe she can draw some eyebrows on you (laughs) before the party. (laughs) I was like, oh, that'll go great. Oh, man. I was like, that'll be even better. Oh man! Oh, man. Aren't, I, aren't is, I pretty, mom? The best, <laughs> I'm back from LA. The best is earlier in the green room, uh, the the green room to the green room. Logan and I, <laughs> Logan was discussing stories, and then you know, like Logan will every once in a while will be describing the story, and then he'll do like a move, like where he's like questioning something or so, you know, doing some reaction, <laughs> with, expression. and yeah, and like make an expression where he raises his eyebrow, but it's not an eyebrow anymore. It's just this like <laughs> clump of. Like hair. 5 o'clock like shadow. It's almost it's a like 5 lint. o'clock shadow. It's lint I glued to my face. <laughs> you see, like, trace areas where eyebrows... You, you <laughs> see where the eyebrows should be, but that's about it. It's just barely hanging off. You should get, like, the neighbor to do, like, Chola-style, like, really thin eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Dark she would, maybe. With I don't know. Liner. She wears a lot of makeup. Real angry-looking ones, yeah. or maybe just <laughs> yeah. a giant... This lady, giant this lady unibrow. is the sweetest lady in the world, but she probably still has this haircut. Like, the really short... Bouffant thing like uh, Peggy Hill has or something. Wow. It's bad. I don't know if I sound attractable. Well, she's face. a she's a middle aged woman. Like now, uh, Nick, what you, how would your uh, Halloween shake out? What did you go? Did you commit as hard to Logan as a costume idea? No, I, it, it <laughs> couldn't be any farther from committing as hard as Logan. My girlfriend, like the night of, was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go dressed as you." 
because we, we really didn't have costumes. Seems there. to be a trend nowadays. Not necessarily you in particular, but like people going as other people. Yeah, it's just, a good inside joke. It's really easy to put together. Super easy. Just go through their closet. And so as she was getting dressed, I was gonna go as uh, Russell Brand or something, but there was just nothing funny or ironic about it. It's just like yeah. I, I pair and he's one pants. of those celebrities that. I, I, Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah it's, he's not known just for his look. It would be hard. You know. Right. It's just like, oh, you're like a rock star? No, no, I'm this British comic, and I'm a womanizer. Like, it would just been annoying. So I thought I solved the problem by my girlfriend dressed like me, and then I was kind of – I dressed more like me to, like, just take pictures. And I'm like, this is really funny when we're standing next to each other. So we went out. I was like, ah, oh, this would be my costume. But I wore her shorts. So I was wearing, like, these really short shorts, and she was wearing my shorts. So I was her dressed as me. And she was me. Wow. Uh, yeah. That is. But it was terrible. But she looked like her dressed <laughs> as you. So she. So. Yeah. No. She. But no. But that was me, and I was her. But that doesn't oh. matter because nobody gave a fuck about that. All they cared about was that. Was I like, talking to you? <laughs> I don't know. Shit. Did we kiss that night? Because <laughs> I need to know about that. I don't know how Should crazy I, this party sh- got. <laughs> but uh, like for the longest time, this one guy was like, "Wait, don't tell me." And he was talking to me directly, like, "I know it. Are you like some?" Some bum? Are you like a bum from a movie? I know it. Don't. It, it's like a cartoon bum. I was. I felt like I always went as the bum or a football player. I don't ever remember having like really intricate costumes. I remember even as recent ago, I used to just go as a lumberjack because I would just grow out a beard and uh, you know just throw on a flannel shirt and I had a plastic axe. But it wasn't like an axe that a, a lumberjack would use. It was like a double-sided axe that you know like <laughs> goblins would use. Right. So I just wear that. I remember the one time. We went to a bar down in the South Bay for a Halloween party, and uh, I got, you know, I got real drunk or whatever. But I had the greatest time ever because it was this packed bar, and I had this tall plastic axe. And what I would do is I would just reach over people and like tap them on the shoulder, like <laughs> hit them with the axe, like girls on the dance floor, you know, like smack their ass, and then just go. And it was just, oh man, it was the <laughs> ultimate prank tool. It was, uh, yeah, it was really enjoyable. Had the night of its life. It did. Got a lot of uh, got a lot of side ass. Or retired from slain barbarians and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Went to a bar to hang out. I uh, I actually I was up in San Jose. I didn't really have a traditional Halloween. First off, all right, I'll I'll share my weekend about uh, going up to San Jose. I was going up there. My uh, my dad had some work out there. My mom flew out there up uh, up there with him, so they were hanging out for the weekend. First off, I'm flying out of Burbank uh, Airport on Friday, and, you know, Friday, I guess, since it was the weekend, people were still uh, in their costumes, and I can't explain the hilarity of seeing people in costume go through uh, airport security. Like, there was, <laughs> there was a woman dressed up as Cruella DeVille and two other people dressed up as, like, the Dalmatian dogs going through, getting the wand and stuff. It's, it's just so bizarre. And first off, what what kind of rush are you in that you can't... Yeah, put can. the costume on when you get to your destination. I, I really, really don't understand that. Um, uh, that people take <laughs> it really seriously. I, I really enjoy that, though, just driving around. Like, during the day, it's not dark yet. People just walking out of coffee shops just as Frankenstein. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's kind of – I was thinking if we all just dressed, like, we did, all just didn't give a fuck and we all look like whatever we wanted to all the time, would it just get really boring? And the guy who was wearing just, you know, like a polo shirt and jeans was like, oh, look at that guy. It totally turned that into a – to like a com- competition thing, like there'd be douchebags that dress a certain way. Like, oh, he's dressed as a fucking football player. What a dude. Yeah, he's you know? hey, he always wears <laughs> his pads. Oh, what? What the heck, dude's problem? He's a dinosaur. It's this weird yeah, one-upmanship. I was. Uh, all the chicks were dressed like sluts all the time. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. I was in the. Uh, I was waiting there for my plane. And uh, first off, I noticed I had a stain on my shirt, and I'm like, oh my god, I got to get rid of the stain because I know if I show up 
and the first thing I, my mom sees is like a stain on my shirt immediately that her weekend's ruined, you know, just like, oh my, my poor son, he can't even do laundry. So I'm sitting there, I get a, I buy some shout wipes from the airport store. I'm like scrubbing furiously trying to get this stain out, just scrubbing away. And I guess I had let the stain sit in. I haven't worn the shirt in a while, so it was really stained bad. And then, uh, I'm, I'm standing up like right next to my bag next to some chairs. And then I see this, uh, Asian lady like right in front of me talking to these two girls and she's like oh you sure you sure you don't want this I'm not gonna drink on the plane I don't want these free drink tickets oh you sure because she had some southwest free drink tickets and I'm sitting there scrubbing away and then immediately I stop scrubbing my eyes perk up and I I look at her and I'm like you know I get all like Like, hey ask me like when you're about to (laughs) eat something from your friend's plate you just like get those eye you arch your eyebrows and just like look at them and I did that to the Asian lady she looks at me makes eye contact for a moment and then puts the drink tickets back into her purse. <laughs> this guy doesn't need any help. God. She just uh, could tell that you were so, she could different. tell you were so well off at the airport doing right. a, a quick dry cleaning. <laughs> yeah, doing your, my doing my laundry shirt. in the Southwest Terminal. She was like, clearly, this is a uh, a man of privilege. He doesn't need he doesn't need my gimme for your airline coupon. He can afford drinks. his own cocktails on the, on the plane. Jokes on her. I could have definitely used them. <laughs> I uh, you know I ended up hanging out with my parents and we went. Went wine tasting. We went up in uh, Napa Valley, and I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you've met my dad, Logan. Maybe you've met my dad. Actually, I don't think so. Oh, or maybe okay. once a long time ago. Well, he's an interesting fellow, but the wine tasting is probably not like <laughs> my dad. The whole time he was wine tasting, he just kept reminding us how he liked beer better. It's just like, yeah, it's good, <laughs> but it's not. It's, beer's pretty good too, you know. They, <laughs> I remember the one comment he had, like while we were sitting there wine tasting, he's. Taking theirs, you know, swishing around like uh, some white wine, and he goes, "Ah, oh, man, this tastes like Gatorade." <laughs> and the, the guy, the guy uh, doing the wine tasting, is just like, "All right," <laughs> you know, writing down on his little tasting sheet, Gatorade. Every time I eat Italian food, I just have, to, I can't stop talking about how much I love Mexican food. Really? You, me, and your dad should. <laughs> if I could get his phone number. Oh, I'm out. sure he could. I'm sure he'd be. Uh, I'm sure he'd be happy to hear from you. So you flew up to up north to where? Yeah, flew up to San Jose, and then from San Jose we went and uh, went and we drove uh, we drove from San Jose. We rented a car and then drove up to wine tasting, and that was a whole other thing. My dad running a running the car, and then you know he's driving the car, and he just he just keeps commenting how this Toyota Camry he's not used to all the pep it has. <laughs> but meanwhile, all he's doing is just like hitting on the gas pedal and like. Me and my mom are both complaining of whiplash, and then I'm like, come on, Dad, relax. And then my mom's like, come on, guys, this is a vacation, all right? Just everyone settle down. And he's like, "I, well, you want to drive? You want to drive, Sean? And I keep going, yeah, fine, I'll drive. Well, you're not on the insurance thing, so you're not driving. <laughs> so just sit back and enjoy wine tasting. <laughs> and, you know, it wasn't a real argument, but I do remember it does. It reminded me of a <laughs> – Oh, man. So I'll set the scene of this other argument my dad and I had in a car. It was a very similar experience. We were up, uh, you know, I grew up in Pennsylvania, and uh, me and my buddy, we went to go look at colleges up in Boston. So uh, my dad is driving us around in the Boston metropolitan area, and uh, I'm I'm in the front seat. I'm trying to figure out where to go. My dad's kind of hounding me like, all right, where do we go? Where do we go? And my buddy's in the back seat, and then all of a sudden my dad just starts farting really bad, like <laughs> stinking up the whole car. And then he does the move of uh, 
he locks the windows. He locks all the <laughs> windows, does the child-proof windows on. And he's like, where are we going? Where are we going? And he's just like really just goading me really bad. And then <laughs> I just had a moment where I snapped. I grabbed the map. I shoved it in his face. And I was like, you can look at the map. You can see where we're going, old man. And uh, that was on the highway. <laughs> wow. So my dad sense. just, you know, quickly. Uh, and then he eventually rolled down the windows. Like in hindsight, it was funny that my dad wouldn't let that go but my dad always has this move of trying to you know embarrass me in front of other people there's move up in san jose or in wine country he's not i don't think he's trying to embarrass me but he it's he like all these uh waitresses that we saw are the wine tasting girls like my dad just kind of hypes me up like he's trying to be my wingman which i appreciate my dad trying to get me laid but it's it's kind of awkward especially with my mom there right. and my wingman being my dad, like, these waitresses would come up, uh, so, uh, can I, uh, start you guys off with something? You know he's a comedian? This guy over here is a comedian. You want to check out his webpage? Write, write the webpage down. Yeah, Sean Green Comedy Garage. My <laughs> dad. Was that just an excuse <laughs> to get your website out on the end? Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Sean Green Comedy Garage. But, uh, yeah, no, we had a good time. We, uh, it always is funny, like, we, I ended up watching the, uh, Eagles game with my mom and my dad. Or my dad, just for a little bit. My mom, my mom is, she's just such an interesting sports fan because, you know, she's she really wants the Philadelphia team to win, but not not because she really cares. She just knows how much we care. So you know, she doesn't really know how to root for stuff. <laughs> and after the game, she was like, "Oh, it's such a relief. The weekend's gonna be good because <laughs> the Eagles won." So she was. She was really happy. Sean, I found this shirt in your bag. Looks like there's a pretty nasty stain on it. <laughs> I'd appreciate if you just left now. Well, yeah, that was the other thing. As soon as we got up there, my mom's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I can't believe I did this. I forgot to send your Halloween boxers out in your Halloween care package. I'm like, all right, mom. <laughs> I'm 26 years old. I don't know if I necessarily need a Halloween care package, but on the other end... Why not? God damn it. There was some really awesome candy in there. Is there like a, a care package for every holiday? Pretty much, yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I, it's really – my mom also asked me like, hey, what's your hang-up on women? <laughs> you know, like I think she – you know, she she wants me to get married probably and have kids or – I think every, every parent wants that. But, you know, how am I supposed to find a, a woman? If I get married, I'm worried these care packages are going to come to an end because <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like my mom is going to send me an Easter basket once I'm married. I feel like – once I get married, say goodbye to Reese's Peanut Butter Cups coming every October. She's sending mixed signals. My mom? Yeah, what does yeah. she want you to do? I, don't, I have no idea. What do you want from down. me? Yeah, I think you made the right trade-off, a partner for life versus getting a box of candy every month. <laughs> right. I mean, no, no, I think, so, you, I think you're, you're on the right path. Because otherwise you'd have to go to the store and pay like $6. Well, you guys are also overlooking the cool candy. the cool Halloween decorations. Yeah, possibly. but your mom's getting sloppy. But she didn't even give you boxers this year. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's Next losing. year there's not going to be any candy. It's going to be an empty box with just a bunch of he packing peanuts. He didn't say peanuts. he forgave her. He said she said she was sorry. The the other <laughs> the other great running theme of the uh, weekend, um, the hotel we were staying at, when I first get there, my dad's like, yeah, I was, I was in the elevator. I see two guys with tattoos get on. I was like, what is it, a tattoo convention in here? <laughs> Turns out there was. <laughs> so he's, he, just, he was working that joke in a lot and just kept uh, kept go- saying stuff like, yeah, I don't know if these guys are celebrating Halloween or just being California, but whoa, weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, some, per- some person in line in front of me at the supermarket was remarking about, like, 
you know, every supermarket has a, a credit card swiper, and you can sign your name right there. And they've had them for, I don't know, 12 years or something. Right, been exactly. been around for a long time. It's not new technology. No, not at all. It's not It's not remarkable whatsoever. And the person in front of me was just like, oh, they got a computer here now? They got computers everywhere. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Actually, there are computers everywhere. I have one in my pocket. I have, like, three in my car. I have a video camera that fits in my, like, mini pocket. I have a, a thing that holds thousands of songs and games and, like, can navigate just me. Just rolling place. out of Amish country, yeah. just awakening to Into the Into L.A., Echo Park. Man, it feels like they got computers everywhere nowadays. Yes. Yeah, that's because there are computers everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it sure everywhere. does feel like that. It's because What gave you that present. feeling? All right. Well, let's see. Uh, while I was uh, over the weekend, I caught up on my television, and uh, I thought we could do a little review of a big show on Comedy Central. I don't know if you guys were able to catch it. Uh, they released some promo clips here, but... Uh, I was able to. Yeah, you were? But uh, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> little, little English joke. Okay. Um, here it is, guys. The premiere episode of uh, Jeff Dunham's new show. Now, a lot of folks have been wondering what this show's going to be. Well, for those of you who know... Who's wondering what it's going to be? It's going to be puppets. You're, right? Don't ruin it for me. Is <laughs> it not going to be puppets? No, yeah, obviously. He's a guy who made his career off, um, you know, <laughs> mannequins. Obviously... What I do for a living. Uh, you've seen me be. and the guys on TV. You've seen us on the Comedy Central specials, maybe on the DVDs. But you've you've only heard us talk about what we do off the stage. You've never really seen it. So what we decided to do for our team? <laughs> did he say the guys? You've seen the yeah, the guys. guys. You know like him and his head. Him and his cast of characters. The little guys. TV show is we took the little guys out in the real world, real life, real situations with real people, wow. and we saw what would happen. And that's what you're gonna watch tonight. Look, that gets a laugh right there. Why? Why should that get a laugh? Anticipation. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be good. What's that dead terrorist going to do? That's That should not get laughs. That's just him explaining what's going on. Okay. What are two things? All right. So I kind of cut some out here. They What they do is they go to uh, – he takes Walter, the old man character, and they go to a uh, First of all, no explanation needed. Just say Walter. We are yeah, okay. a oh, huge sorry. fan over here. And uh, obviously there's some issues between Jeff and Walter. I would like to meet the uh, ventriloquist act where the where the dummy gets along really well with the, <laughs> like you know he's like hey you're the man oh yeah so are you let's get chicks <laughs> you know I want to every every dummy act with no, no hates, chemistry. You know, Pinocchio, he didn't tell, uh, who was his? Geppetto. He didn't tell Geppetto to go F himself every chance he got. No, he loved him, and he dreamed of being a real boy and becoming a part of his life. Yeah, but I don't know what these ingrateful dummies, they all have attitude. What are you going to watch tonight? <laughs> okay, what are two things you dislike about Josh? Oh, he's a pussy. Okay, he's a pussy, and what else? You said, I can't believe the therapist actually said pussy. That's interesting because it sounded really awful when I said it. I'm wondering if you're aware of how kind of disruptive and disrespectful it sounded when you said it. Nope. Walter, do you and your wife talk a lot? I never talked to my wife like this. What are you, nuts? <laughs> she doesn't share with you for the same reason Jeff. Well, now your wife, you talking to her like that? I share very personal things with my partner, yes. Uh-oh, partner. Are you trying to ask me if I'm married? <laughs> well, yeah, I assume you're married, you're married, right? I am married. Oh, good. I'm married to a man. <laughs> what? 
Like, <laughs> I love it. I, I love, can only imagine that puppet's reaction. So wait, the puppet's really homophobic. <laughs> He's a gay person. <laughs> well, yeah, I assume you're married. You're married, right? I am married. So good. I'm married to a man. Like, I feel like they they wanted to use the like the rec- needle coming off a record, but just couldn't clear it or something. <laughs> what? I'm married to a man. Married uh, to a man, 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 man. Did you know? No, no, we didn't know. Are you a counselor to to gay couples? I do counsel gay couples. Do you, you think that we're gay? Well, Walter, if you were, I think you should be very proud that you were able to get yourself a younger, handsome man. Oh, Jeff, you uh, are younger and handsome than Walter, your <laughs> dummy. Holy crap. Walter, why did you... Okay, now they're in the bathroom for some reason. Him and his dummy, they had to leave the therapy session to go <laughs> to go to the bathroom. You can't leave. I told you he shouldn't have come to Hollywood. This is what they do here. <laughs> it sounds like my dad. <laughs> okay. No one thinks we're gay. Then why did they send us to a gay therapist? It was just a coincidence. Besides, I would never want to be gay with you. <laughs> I love that. This is the first issue so, they had to tackle yeah. in the show. Like, all right, just to clarify, the old man, um, that I, the old man dummy. I'm not sexually attracted to this. Dummy. Yeah, you got that right. I never want to read the Kama Sutra while sitting on your lap. <laughs> I never. I mean. All right, if you're going to do a, a, a gay joke, at least have it make sense. Yeah. Why would why would him... That makes... N- I want to slow dance with you to Lionel Richie's hello. And I would never want to go to a place called the manhole with you. I never want to taste you in the morning. Do you see what we're doing here? What? We're green. We are? Well, yeah. This is the one thing they can agree the, the, the on. Breakthrough. Gay people aren't cool. We're agreeing that we never want to be gay with each other. <laughs> what, I, that's what all great friendships are based upon. Oh, you're right. <clears throat> and then that's the... Uh, Dr. Young, you're a that's genius. That's the dummy taking a crap. You use the fact that we didn't want to be gay with each other to bring us closer. You're like a gay Yoda. <laughs> I've never heard it put that way, Walter. Because it makes no sense. Yoda, Yoda <laughs> isn't known for bringing people together. What the hell? Oh, thank you. Thanks, Dr. Young. Do I look fat in this vest? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> that, was the, that was the most out of place like tag ever. Do yeah. I look fat in this vest? Well, they're leaving it open as a mystery. Maybe he is gay. Maybe. First of all, that psychiatrist sounded amazing. Did you see the way he handled that pussy thing? Yeah, exactly. He didn't... turned that on him immediately. That was great. That guy is amazing. <laughs> oh my god. I know what you're sh- saying, Sean. Sean, you're just you're just jealous of Jeff Dunham and his success. Jeff Dunham has a private jet. All right, fine. I'm fine with Jeff Dunham making a living, but he shouldn't be he shouldn't be one of the most uh, successful financially comedians out there. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be making millions of dollars. It is a ventriloquist act. Like we can agree on that, right? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Fine. He can, he can make a living. 
But he, he should have is to. Is he getting ratings? Why is he having a show and no, all these things? No, he is. He's doing. He's getting amazing ratings. Like <laughs> Comedy Central specials were like the highest rated ever. Yeah. No. He. Oh uh, man. He's got he has no problem getting ratings. I can't believe it. <clears throat> he's got a big slice of chunk of the middle of, of, of America, and that's he's fine with it. I fe- yeah, but, but did you read that? Like, there was like a three or no, it was like a five-page article on him in the New York Times. It was really, uh, he was just like, yeah, I just, I never really wanted to be edgy. I just wanted to kind of make as many people laugh as possible. Right. So. Which I guess. You go straight down the middle. You, you know, <laughs> I, guess. I guess there is some some merit. In- you can still be like clever though. That, none of that was. Funny. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you don't have to be like. All right, I'll I'll defend the guys right to you know fine make gay jokes but at least make them interesting or. Yeah. I don't know. It's just cohesive. Or... Yeah. Oh man, was that? That was just <laughs> awful. You're like a gay Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> a gay Yoda. That makes no sense. There's plenty of great gay jokes out there. Or you know, if you want to. All right, I get it. The the dummy's homophobic. That's okay. He's a he's an older dummy who who isn't used to these new. You know. <laughs> right. He's, just, he's stuck in a new world. New open lifestyle Hollywood. Fine, but just the way they go about it is just. Just so off-putting and he just spends half his life with a hand up his ass. Oh, oh, Logan. See, there's a joke right there. Well, yeah, how did they not that do could... a fisting joke the entire time? God, they must have been. That's the writers must have been kicking themselves for nothing. All right, that. we actually got a uh, phone call coming in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick this up. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, Sean. Who is this? This is Zach. What's up, Dave? Oh, hey, what's up, man? Zach's uh, my buddy. He's calling in. He's uh. Well, we know Zach from uh, growing up together in high school. Zach was also... Uh, <laughs> yes, we all know him. Yeah, yeah, well, we, the audience, we know Zach. How you doing, man? What's going on, man? I'm uh, doing good. Just hanging out. Nice. So, uh, how's, how, it is, how is it around Bethlehem right now? The Phillies just lost. Describe, describe the uh, emotional state of the city right now. Uh, people are generally uh, pissed off, uh, <laughs> a little angry. Guys uh, were... Uh, not wearing their Phillies colors to work and shit anymore, so they were, uh, mm-hmm. you know, people are pretty pissed off. But, uh, you know, I guess we'll have to get them next year. Yeah, that kind seems to be the up. general consensus. A little downtrodden. Oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't tell you about this, Zach, but, all right, I bet on the Phillies going into it, and uh, I was at work, and I placed my bet with the, the bookie, the guy, I, I actually work with a guy who takes bets. So I give him the bet, tell him the thing, and then this, uh, this guy – and the office is kind of hanging around us while we're having this conversation, who I really don't like to begin with. And then he throws in, oh, man, wow, that's a lot of money. Oh, man, now I, now I, really, now I really hope the Phillies win. And then, of course, Monday morning I get in, <laughs> the Phillies are down 3-1, and I'm talking to this other guy again, and he chimes in with, you shouldn't be worried about that order. You should be worried about the Phillies winning the World Series. It's like, yeah, no <laughs> – no, no shit, dude. I am worried about it, all right? I don't need you throwing it in, you know, trying to rub it in my face. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I watch the games. Now, Zach, you were actually down there outside of uh, Philly Stadium, uh, what, Saturday, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We went down, uh, me and a couple of buddies uh, went down, you know, check out the game. We didn't have tickets because uh, they were super expensive. So we figured uh, instead of, you know, going to see the game, next best thing would just be go down, mingle with the uh Philadelphia crowd and, uh, you know, see what's going on down at the stadium. And uh, it didn't disappoint at all. I mean, it, it was pretty crazy down there. All right. Uh, Zach, um, Zach, I actually have some audio of some uh, Philly uh, fans. I'm going to play a clip real quick. Huh? <laughs> 
They're saying burn that shit to someone's jersey. It's funny, like in other countries, they burn in effigy like pictures of George Bush or other like you right, know in a Taliban stance, leaders, yeah. political prisoners. But no, uh, in America, we burn you know Jorge Posada jerseys. Same same feeling. Yeah. Dude, when we first got down there, first thing I seen was whole section. You know, all the cars are already people are there around noon. There's cars parked everywhere. People are just drunk already in the parking lot, and um, there was just piles. There was like probably like 15 uh, Yankees hats that like people brought from somewhere, threw them all on the ground. People were just stomping them. They had uh, a Rod jersey on there, and then this is in the middle of of like probably you know you know a couple hundred people. People like older dudes were just like whipping out their dongs and just pissing right on them, like right out. <laughs> this was, is like turning like little kids. <laughs> They're like close to sacrificing a virgin. It's just like becoming this primal ritual, just like burn, you kill. Yeah, dude, they're like girls walking up, stamping on them. You know, dudes are just hanging <laughs> on and stuff. It was pretty interesting. And uh, but the the, the funniest thing of, of all, they in the middle of it, towards the end of the night, you know, once it got dark and everything, they had a. Uh, uh, they were playing this game that we went over to watch. Uh, I didn't play because they were really giving it to people, but uh, they had a wiffle ball bat, and they cut the end off, filled it up with beer, and uh, this was, you know, probably younger kids clearly were not 21. They're just <laughs> chugging they're chugging the wiffle ball bat, and they would count one, two, three, and however many, t- however many seconds it took you to drink the beer, you'd have to put it down and then spin around that many times. Oh, man. And then after, you know, let's say you got seven, you'd have to spin around seven times. Then you'd have to stand up all off balance and drunk, and they'd pitch you a beer can, an empty beer can. If you hit it, everyone would cheer, and they'd run and pick <laughs> you up and run around. If you missed, they would just get in your face and go, asshole, <laughs> asshole. Oh, my God. And, like, people were, and, like, a couple people did it, and they, like, the one, this one guy did it, and he missed, and then the some dude punched him in the stomach. <laughs> and, uh, Wait, you didn't, want to, like, you didn't want to play? Yeah, Zach, it seems like a what? sweet game. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I was going to play, but I watched uh, right before my friend Dave was about to go, uh, this like girl did it, and she fell backwards and racked her head off the cement really oh hard, God. and we just kind of walked away. So, <laughs> you know. Then that guy ran up and punched her in the stomach. That's a, that's a great policy to have. <laughs> so, someone hit their head on the cement, so we thought it was a good time to leave. <laughs> that girl's pretty and, hurt. Let's and you know what? We like, oh, let's get out of here. But the other, like, the other people there, they didn't, you know, the, the fans were just like pointing at her on the ground, asshole, asshole. <laughs> I don't know why Philly sports fans get a bad reputation. They seem like uh, totally gentlemen. Yeah, totally responsible people, capable of handling the situation. My friend, uh, you know, our buddy Steve. He, you know, he was down there, and uh, he's a Yankees fan, so he's pretty, he's a pretty big dude, you know. And uh, you know, there were guys giving to him, and they were mostly giving it to me because, and my other friend Brian for hanging out with them. Like they were calling me. <laughs> You're guilty by association like for hanging out with a Yankees fan. Yeah, this, this guy drove by, and uh, he stops and goes, hey, go Phillies. And I'm like, yeah, go Phillies. He goes, hey, wait a minute. What's that guy doing here? I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, ah, Yankees fan. He's like, fuck you, asshole. I'm like, who, me? He's like, yeah, fuck you. I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's the best comeback ever. Hey, fuck you. All right. <laughs> I made a quick 180. So all now right, keep going. No. I was really trying not to get in a fight. Oh, that's good. Now, Zach, so the game started. What did you guys do from there once the game started? Uh, well, we took uh, we took the subway down to uh, 
some random bar and um uh, which was which was crazy you know, we met up a couple of other friends uh Brian and Steve were pretty much uh the whole time these girls pulled up next to us so they so were Brian just kind of, uh, so Brian and Steve a couple you know, guys you know the, they were the guys you you drove down to Philly with so it's like an hour drive now how, so what you guys said you met some chicks or something well yeah these girls pulled up next to us um, you know, me and my buddy Dave were like hanging out, and you know, immediately they were on these girls, like white on the right. So they were like, "Oh man, we gotta talk to these girls." And, yeah, that, that unconscious um, chick from the uh, beer <laughs> game. They dragged her to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> How were they, Zach? Were they good looking? Nah, not really. They were like, my friend Dave was like, "Dude, your your other buddy," because uh, my friend Dave from up up uh, you know up in Quakertown or whatever. He's like, "Oh man, not though." He's like, "Your buddies are going after some fives." <laughs> I was like, well, they're really drunk, dude, so we'll let them alone. But they, they followed us over to the bar, and I don't know, I lost them. But uh, we actually almost got into a fight at the bar, too. We were hanging out with Tim, and uh, there was this girl came and butted in front of me, like where we were watching the TV, and she had those high boots on, you know, those, like, tall boots. And uh, one of the there was a dude behind me. I guess he had walked into it. She walked into him and uh, spilled his beer, so he took the rest of his beer and poured it down her, her boot. Oh, man. And, um, she he turned around. She turned around and whacked the dude, and then he thought it was me. <laughs> and he was like, "Fuck you, buddy!" And and you know, Tim. He's like, "Hey, screw that guy!" And then they started pushing and shoving, and you know, I'm like, finally by the end of the night, I was like, "Dude, we're out of here." And they wanted to stay, so I'm like, "Dude, you guys are on your own. We're leaving." Sorry, right, well, so you leave. End of the- oh, sorry. So you leave these guys down in Philly. Yeah, we they wanted to stay, so I was like, all right. They ended up having to take they ended up having to take the bus home the next day, <laughs> and they didn't get nothing from these girls anyway. Oh but man! The whole the next day, or I guess later that night, like two o'clock in the morning, they came out of the bar, and um, you know, I, I drove a black Ultima, so I guess it was a black Maxima sitting out front. And um, my buddy Steve jumped in the car, thinking it was my car, <laughs> that I randomly just came back to the bar to get him, even though I told him I was leaving him like yeah. an hour and a half ago. Right. So they jumped in, he jumped in the car, and the passenger seat fell asleep, and one of these girls they were hanging around with <laughs> jumped in the backseat of the car, and this other chick came out and started slapping my friend Brian, like trying to figure out why people were, she thought people were trying to steal her car. So. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like a wild night. night. But, uh, no, yeah, it, it reminded me of that time. Uh, I, you weren't there, Zach, but uh, it was in high school, and we went up to, we drove up to a concert in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and uh, we were seeing the jam band Mo up in uh, Scranton, oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, we go in there. I remember know, this. We're hanging out, having a blast, you know. Eh, you know, it's a it's a concert, so we're partying, uh, doing it pretty good. And then um, the plan was, uh, you know, I drove there, and the plan was our other buddy Joe. He was supposed to drive back. Um, but we had run into some other people from our high school. We got kind of separated during the concert. We come back uh, after the concert, and we're like, all right, where's Joe? Oh, where's Joe? He's not here. In hindsight, we probably should have waited around longer or tried to call Joe on his cell phone. Sure. But, you know, in the heat of the moment, we just said, all right, Joe must have gotten a ride home with the other people, so we're safe to drive home. Uh, we drive home, and <laughs> I guess Joe didn't get a ride home with the uh, – the other group of cars. In fact, uh, he came out. He couldn't find us. He couldn't find the other car because we had both left. He just said he wandered around the streets of Scranton, which is like an hour and a half away. Finally, at like 4 o'clock in the morning, he went to the police station, asked to call his mother. His his mother his mother wasn't a huge fan of him before this happened. So then she had to drive an hour and a half up to pick Joe up at this concert where we had left him, drive him back, 
and she her punishment was she didn't let him you know sleep the day off she made him go to school the next day and uh i i remember walking the halls i see joe i'm like oh my god joe what what happened you you got to ride home with uh taylor and those other guys right he's like no man no i my mom came picked me up at four o'clock in scranton and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry he's like don't worry about it i'm too tired to be angry you're lucky though <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think his mom was too fond of any of us, especially because we kept driving through his, his lawn with our cars or something. Yeah, they, Joe in uh in in Joe's mom's defense, Joe's house did seem to be a a target for uh, driving in his lawn. That was our you know that was our big practical joke in high school is to drive into other people's lawns with our cars and rev up the engine and drive away. You know, we were real tough guys back then. Just just fuck up everything they the way I look, to, to Yeah, make. the way I look at it is Joe's house didn't, his yard didn't have any curbs. Everyone else's house had curbs, you know, <laughs> so it was kind of like, I, I just felt like they were asking for it. No curbs, you could just rip right in the driveway, pull through, and pull right out. Yeah, fuck those guys. I don't teach them. <laughs> fuck Joe's mom. That reminds me, uh, I was down yeah, in, back in high school, we'd go to Tijuana a lot. Or not high school, I guess it's college. But I'd go down to Tijuana where my buddy was going to San Diego State. And, you know, you just go to Tijuana, you can drink, whatever, and you go to these bars where it's 10 bucks, all you can drink. They have guys with just, like, fucking tequila bottles that pour it down your throat. And I just got completely hammered, woke up, uh, like, hours later. And apparently these disgusting bars, the uh, they do clean them. Because I was woken up by the uh, cleaning crew who was like, all right, you got to leave now. I just passed out on this table. And <laughs> That's a sad sight, yeah. being woken up by a cleaning crew in Tijuana. Tijuana. No friends around, nothing at all. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, no cell phone at this time, you know. So I start walking out. I'm like, well, I guess I have to walk back to America <laughs> and do this hour and a half walk through like just the dirtiest streets oh, of man. Tijuana, just like buying dollar tacos to keep myself alive. Just just the most <laughs> stray dogs, like wow. befriending stray dogs for a while on my epic quest. And then I get across the border, and all my friends are still there because their car got towed. But if it, their car hadn't gotten towed, they wouldn't be there at all. So no, I cross the totally border, and they go, you. Nick's alive. Oh man, we totally thought you were dead. Yeah, <laughs> like this big celebration. Wow. You fucking just left me in Mexico. You like took a quick like look around the bar. Oh, Nick's probably fine or dead. Let's go. Let's walk back <laughs> I to hope the he's car. not dead, but let's yeah. Hey, what well, if he is? He is. Whatever. That's life. Let's go. So yeah, it happens. Yeah, I'm sure they probably they probably figured you would just figure it out. But uh, actually, I remember Sean the next day, or was it? I don't know if it was the next day or the day after when I think you drove home drunk with Kate in the car <laughs> and oh, uh, yeah, Kate's yeah. boyfriend. Yeah, I remember we were eating lunch at like Burger King or whatever, and he like came up. He's like, "Do you mean to tell me that you drove all the way home from Scranton drunk and high, <laughs> Kate?" Uh, yeah, she was sitting passenger seat. <laughs> Yeah, Clint was a, uh, you know, he's an uptight guy, so, you know, it's, it's all on Clint. Um, but, yeah. They still together? Uh, no, they, no, it didn't work out. They're yeah. high school romance. Hmm. Really, it does. But speaking of romance, Zach, you're about to uh, tie the knot here, man. Yep, yep, it's coming up, man. It should be good. Uh, we got it all lined up. It'll be a good, fun weekend. We got a uh, open bar coming up, so I'm sure guys are going to, you know, be all high school buddies and take full advantage of that. <laughs> So uh, we got um, all the, you know, house liquors. Uh, we got, um, let's see, we got Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Nice. And and some yingling. So, you know, like, we'll be like hitting that up. Actually, no my, my dad. See, this is no dad talk at all. Of, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm really excited to start a life with somebody I really love and cherish. <laughs> we got Bud, We got Sam Adams yingling. <laughs> Top shelf. It's funny. Wow. If you ask Danielle, his, his fiance, about the wedding, I'm sure it's a totally different list of, like, the flowers. He's yeah. taking the pictures. The dress is by <laughs> Mark DeLoren. And, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, man, well, you don't yeah, hear that. I got, I got to pump it up yeah, to the other guys, you know. So it's, it's gonna be good. Yeah, It'll I know. Be, I'm it, feeling, it, a, I'm feeling a lot of pressure because uh, I'm the best man, so I got to, uh, I got to deliver the speech, which it's a lot of pressure. I feel like because think about it, uh, you know, wedding speeches and stuff like that. You don't remember good ones. You only remember ones that go really, really bad. Like in your mind, Nick, does any like, oh, that was a real good. Wedding toast or something. You no, only no, remember yeah. the train wreck. Well, it was really well thought out and uh, well spoken, and you really hit all those points. No, it's when yeah, people no, fuck it's, up. it's almost a you can only lose in this situation. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Is this the, I was actually we were actually just at a wedding of uh, John from our work from my work, and uh, his brother did the uh, the speech, and it was pitiful, dude. He just was, <laughs> see uh, <laughs> what did he what, uh, uh, what did he do know, for like, the speech? Just kind of like couldn't even speak. <laughs> he just. He said all real nice things like John and Nicole are going to have. Uh, he was like a robot. I was like, dude, I wanted to go up there and punch him. I don't know. I was like, that's. I, I was like, you know, one of those things where I was feeling like real nervous for him. Like, oh man, you know, I feel bad for this guy. You know. Uh, so you know, you are under a lot of pressure, but I, I think you'll pull through. They just, you know, pull out some, uh, pull some jokes. You know, your dad will be there, so just smack on your dad or something. Yeah, I'll just. I'll just roast my dad for Zach's best man speech. <laughs> my dad's here. Uh, yeah. Wait, is this the bachelor party that you talked about on this? Before? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is Zach's infamous bachelor party. Hey, Zach. This is the yeah. Zach. Nice to speak to you. We did a big, but actually we're we're all, we're gonna try to. Uh, I talked it over with the other guys, and everybody was saying we should do a bachelor party every year. You know, just <laughs> yeah. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, we like, realized the bachelor party is the fun experience, and you know, yeah. we're all eventually gonna run out of guys getting married. We should just turn it into an annual celebration well, of somebody's the bachelor be lifestyle. A bachelor, you know, some there's gonna be bachelors there, right? And yeah, it's a someone, party, so someone's getting married. Yeah, eventually, exactly. one day. <laughs> Next year. All right, Zach. Well, uh, or sorry, what, what's up? No, no, that's cool, man. I was gonna say, uh, um, yeah, it's coming up in uh, what two weeks, man. So you yeah, guys are gonna be flying in. So he is on plugging the uh, wedding on the top, <laughs> the green room. Exactly. Green. You want to get some uh, check it out. Yingling. Get some stragglers uh, roaming into the the country club, checking out. They're like, oh, I heard uh, heard Sean Green from the talk radio program is gonna be doing some speech here. Where's the Sam Adams? <laughs> Yeah, we gotta keep the press out though, you know. Yeah, exactly. So. Sure. You don't want it to get uh get too crazy there. Well, all right, Zach, thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, no problem, dude. Thanks for see you later. All right, later, dude. Yeah, that'd be interesting to get uh first hand take of uh, being a Philly sports fan. Man. Yeah. Unfortunately, they lost to the Yankees, but you know what are you gonna do, man? Uh, all right, let's see. I got this. Uh, we can just all stop watching baseball. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's what I've been trying to do the whole time. But then I get, I kind of get sucked in during the playoffs, and if the, if the Phillies are doing well or whatever, or I don't know. If I put money on anything, I can get interested that's in it. True. Plus, now you have something to bond with your work friend about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you one more. So friend. you really lost all that money? <laughs> yeah. It was just. It, that's a big bet. Yeah. Like, You're putting an extra time around here now. <laughs> It, when someone makes a big bet or something, you don't you don't talk about it. Isn't there Nick? We went to Vegas. Yeah. If you lose a lot of money, what is the last thing you want to hear? Wow, you lost all that Holy money. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh or man. Or even when you're fucking waiting for a bet, you don't want to hear people behind you going like, "Look, uh, Sean just put two hundred dollars on red." <laughs> Sean just put two hundred. Like, oh look at this. Everybody check this out because you don't want any bad negative energy. You, you understand things. why the high rollers are in another section of the <laughs> exactly. casino because Away they don't the want animals. They don't want jails like us hanging around going. 
Oh my god, five grand on one hand of blackjack! This guy's out of his mind! Yeah, they don't want me blasted with uh, sunglasses and a suit on, just walking around, <laughs> no fucking idea where I am, throwing up behind every column I see. Yeah, you don't want that around the guys who are putting up five hundred dollars. Yeah, you really, uh, you really did it up uh, in Vegas, there, Nick. Yeah, there's the rules. There's, there's the rules. You gotta wear a suit all the time. It's it's Vegas. You got a class. Look. I mean, you're in a different boat. Even though I think you would have a. See, I, we had such a different time. We'd walk by and see you in the sports book <laughs> with just like a million drink tickets, just completely obliterated. Yeah. And we would walk much. by in sunglasses and in suits. <laughs> I think if you went there just sad in a leisure suit all day, I think you'd feel much better about yourself. I probably would. But I uh, people would treat you better. Yeah, they would. Yeah. You know, Although I, I hung out with uh, Sean's friend Will <laughs> one one of these trips, and uh, he was shirtless for a lot of the walking around Vegas. See, Who? He I just decided to take a shirt. I've off. seen those guys too, or like Bill. a wife beater. Oh, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Bill went shirtless walking oh, around. Dude. Well, we were trying to pick up chicks, I guess, and he thought that was taking it to the <laughs> next level. Is he like? Has he got a fantastic body? I don't know. Yeah. Whoa, oh, Logan. Hey, Logan. <laughs> Whoa. What? Oh, don't do that I'm with just... your lack of eyebrows. Yeah, I can't, tell he's... <laughs> I can't tell if he's lying because I can't get a read on his jelly face. Oh, man. But uh, yeah. Dude works out. But I mean, that's dude <laughs> take off your shirt. No, it is. Board shorts and no shirt. That's usually not a great sign. That's something that Walter would not like. Walter no, Walter. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the program. We've got some uh, great guests coming up in the future month we got uh casey fay paul danke at some point i didn't well actually no sorry uh matt sullivan uh cornell reed and uh we also have um jim brewer calling in a couple weeks so he's gonna be calling in the program so stay tuned wow, to that subscribe cool. subscribe to the show on itunes thank you nick for coming out where can uh where can people catch you uh well like always i'm, I'm in arizona <laughs> no i'm never in arizona but i'm gonna be there this weekend <laughs> uh at the Alwyn House called Democracy Presents. If you're gonna, if you're anywhere near Phoenix, Arizona this weekend, just uh, and you're listening to the show, you probably have my personal phone number, <laughs> or just find me on Facebook or uh, MySpace or something like that. BigRoadTrip.com. All right, Logan, take us out with a haiku, man. Crazy Philly nights. Going home with no eyebrows. Puppets aren't funny. All right, everyone, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com and make sure you check out LegalZoom.com for all of your self-help legal needs. Referral code GREEN for The Green Room.